Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin, your backstage pass to the eight and nine figure e-commerce world. Building up your e-commerce business and then making an exit and making tens of millions of dollars in a single night. This is kind of a dream that a lot of e-commerce owners are having. And I bet, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, at one point or another, you certainly have thought about it. So today we'll try to go through, you know, the key learnings, what they personally learned about e-commerce exits, how to position your business the best way and how to strategize and move towards this in a systematic manner and even how to extract the most value out of a business that you're planning to sell at one or another time. So a lot of this I have learned from Roland Frazier, and he's certainly an amazing guy. If you want to learn more in depth about this info, just go to him and he'll be able to teach you. The most important thing, you know, that combines, you know, business evaluations is, first of all, you know, the profit that the business is making, whatever other assets it's holding, and, you know, whatever that's patents, whatever that's real estate, etc., plus the stock of how much product you're having in the business, etc., and the business sophistication level. Let's start with the first number, EBITDA. You can look at it as a profit without like taxes and some other expenses there. Basically, this is the most important number. Hey, you could be making a million dollars a year, right? You know, and just making, you know, what, 10% EBITDA. And this would mean, you know, you're making 100K. So you would be taking this 100K, right? And multiplying it out of certain number to get your business evaluation. And the centered number, you know, that you will be multiplying this EBITDA out of depends on your business level that you are at and sophistication of a business. So in general, there are four different levels. So the simplest one is kind of unsophisticated e-commerce business that's relatively low in revenue. Plus, at the same time, it's not having a full management team in place. This means the business is majority run by business owner, or it at least requires business owner intervention and, and working there. And I guess, you know, majority of businesses kind of fall in this place, right? And ideally, on majority case for these type of businesses, you could be expecting anywhere from 1.5x to 2.5x multiplier for this type of level, right? Now, if you're growing a bit further and you want to increase with multiplier, to up to 3.7. This means, you know, you could jump up almost like two times higher multiple just by implementing a professional management in the business and raising up the revenues a little bit more. Now, what I mean by management, basically this business has to be run by somebody else. It needs to be able to exist and fully function without you being there for months. This means you need to have like a CEO in place. You need to have like uh, your CMO in place, COO in place. You need to have a SOPs developed for a business. And why these businesses are getting higher multiple? Because when you are having cash, you know, and you're buying a business from investor perspective, you do not want to be working the business yourself. So it's much more valuable to build a business that has infrastructure built up, people to run the business, and you know, hey, I will buy it, I will acquire it, and I will still, you know, be making money just fine. Another thing, you know, this is kind of third level, and this is very interesting level for a lot of people because a lot of people are aware about like these first two levels, right? And some people are doing arbitrage from level one, buying smaller businesses, implementing the management, selling it, you know, at 3.7x, etc. Other people are playing at another level. They are playing from 3.x to third level, which is 12x, up to 12x, actually. And this is a very interesting level because suddenly you're not selling to private investors. 
we were pri- selling mostly to the private equity firms. And to get to this level, the most important metric is actually having a certain revenue and the profit a year. And usually you need to have at least a hundred million in revenue. This means you will be doing at least $10 million in profit to be interesting to the private equity investors. Because these are investors that are kind of like collecting different investors' money into one firm. We build up this firm for like seven, eight years vision. We literally acquire different businesses that are doing certain scale because we are not interested in the smaller businesses. We are okay to buy higher multiple for these businesses, but we need to be at certain scale. Right. And this is why you know that the 100 million is important. We buy off these businesses, we combine them, consolidate them, and then they do the IPOs and NASDAQ exits, etc., you know, going to the stock markets and usually getting up to 24x multiple out here. So this is their game. We are basically raising cash, doing these exits and making money there. Once you understand these four levels, you kind of know, you know, where you could be positioned. Right, your business based on your current scale, your position, maybe future possibilities. And I bet you know, majority of the businesses will be considered between level one or two, and some occasions level three. And this is kind of what we are starting to do with one of our clients. We're delving into that level three category where we are planning to do a hundred million plus in revenue and then run an exit scheme there. Basically, from level one to level two, you can boost up your evaluation, you know, almost not fully double, but relatively quite a bit by implementing management here. So if you're planning and, you know, you're not expected to run over, you know, like $15 million a year in revenue, $20 million a year in revenue, this might be a very good exit point for a lot of businesses. But in case you're up to the challenge and you're know, you you're comfortable going to $40, $50 million a year with single e-commerce business, obviously going for a third route could also be a very good solution for you. Growing business and e-commerce business over $40, $50 million a year with direct response and while going into branding and investing tons of money, it's actually quite hard going past this market. So very popular strategy and what we are doing for that client is actually, you know, looking into acquisitions and acquiring other businesses. So what we are planning to do is acquire different businesses, consolidate them under one team, one roof, etc. With different brand names, maybe even combining some stores, etc. Decreasing the cost, increasing the revenue this way, and then doing private equity exit for so that's kind of level three. And I would say, you know, do not get into the level four because that's a completely different game. If you're listening to this podcast, you know, most likely level four is, is not for you. And I would say if you want to learn more about these four levels, Roland Frazier is your guy to go to. And I want to immediately say, you know, when you're planning your exit, quite a bit of entrepreneurs have this kind of vision, you know, hey, I'll be getting millions in the night, right? Usually it doesn't happen this way. Majority of the deals are actually structured in a way that you are getting only 10 to 20% upfront and immediately. This means, hey, you agree to sell your business for like 10 million. You will only get a million or two right now. Plus, you will need to pay taxes and other stuff. And there are like, of course, holding companies and other ways to deal with taxes and minimize your losses here. But this is kind of for another topic. Anyway, you will only get one to two million. And you will get another, you know, the leftover sum of whatever it is in three to four years. This is kind of usual agreement here and in majority cases what you could be expecting. Because the investment firms, we want, you know, not to drop all the money immediately. And we want to be secure about certain stuff that the business actually is legitimate. And you're not trying to inflate the numbers to make a bigger exit and then, you know, dip. 
right? With something not working the back end. So basically by doing this, we first of all defer their payments, you know, saving money and being able to acquire more businesses. Another thing, you know, they actually get you involved in the business for at least six months, sometimes a year, helping the transition. And third, they are ensuring, you know, the business you are selling is actually a legitimate business that will exist for three, four years. So that's kind of main things. For your side, of course, you can kind of talk different deals and there are different ways to structure it. Ideally for you, you would be getting cash every month and you would get it secured. Because some of e-commerce investors, what we do is we do not secure the deals, which means we are buying your business, right? But you know, hey, what if the business goes bankrupt in two, three years? You know, we actually do not have to pay back you the money if you are doing on another business. So this is kind of, you know, due diligence for you. Another thing, you know, I would say is having a partial exit could be very beneficial for you. This means if you are especially going to the third category or or even a second category, right, that I mentioned, only exiting out of, let's say, you know, part of your business, this means selling like 80 or 90% of a stock would be a very good option. Because what you're doing, technically, you know, it's kind of what a lot of stock traders are doing. Or, hey, they exit the majority of a position right now, take their profits, but we allow these 10 to 20% to run up, right? And just have an upside that, hey, you know, what if things work out really well for this PA firm? And usually they do because we have a lot of cash to drop in, you know, resources, etc. We can just run it up, right? And often, you know, after these three, four years, you could be selling the leftover 10 to 20% of a stock for exactly the same amount, you know, as you had, you know, sold the initial 80 to 90% pack. So yeah, that's everything on majority side that I wanted to cover today's podcast. And I hope you are enjoying this podcast. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.